for you I'm empty handing and I'm feeling blue and I'm gonna dream till the day that I die Hey, welcome to the show. Good afternoon, everyone. It's your friends, Domestic Pints Only, coming at you today. It is Saturday, April 2nd, 2022, episode number 60. My name's John. Joining me as always, my co-host, Tom. Hey, how's it going today? Good, good. It's me and Tom again. Alex is, is away. You know, he's uh, busy being a daddy, so it's me and Tom here today. It's the the Get used brothers. to this for a bit. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna we've got some guest stuff coming up too, but uh, um, it's fun though because uh, you know it means we can kind of crush through some of our uh, crafts um, ones that we've been meaning to do for a while too. And so today uh, we're back on the brewery spotlight. So today we're going to be talking uh, a brewery from Ontario, a pretty popular one specifically here in Ontario. It's called a Nickelbrook Brewing Company. Um, Tom, have you ever had Nickelbrook before? Never. Yeah, because I, I was going to say, uh, yeah. I don't even know. I was probably gone at this time when they kind of gained popularization in Ottawa or when they're more available. But these really do look cool. Like those looks are really well established just looking at their cans. Yeah, and they, they're they're kind of like an old player in the craft beer space. Like I know my first experience with Nickelbrook was probably like going to uh, here in Ottawa, like local craft brewery brewery kind of festivals. Um, r- roughly, I was I was talking to Tom for pre show, like roughly like six or seven years ago. I remember going and seeing they had a booth uh, here in Ottawa at Lansdowne, and yeah, they've been around for a long time. Uh, fun. Uh, from Burlington, Ontario, uh, founded by two brothers, John and Peter Romano. They founded Nickelbrook there. Um, of course, since then, as, as mentioned, they've become you know quite successful and popular. They've expanded. Uh, they have op- they've for a period of time they actually had operations as well in Hamilton. They co-opted uh, the arts and sciences brewery with Collective Arts. I think we mentioned that. Uh, oh, the really? First episode we talked to a Collective Arts beer. Um, yeah, that for a period of time they were sort of united because. Uh, you know, collective arts, very art forward, you know, close connection to the art community. And, mm-hmm. and Nickelbrook was sort of like the science angle. So they called the arts and sciences and they had a little, uh, little collab. Yeah. I, I don't think that. Cool. Yeah. I think now I don't think they're doing that right now anymore, but uh, yeah, for a period of time, they were doing that. And of course, uh, Nickelbrook, pretty popular award-winning brew as well too. I know they've won a uh, kind of numerous Ontario uh, craft beer awards. Uh, I know for like Naughty Neighbor and some of their other beers as well too, they've kind of been kind of popular for some of their kind of pale ales and stuff like that. And actually as of 2021, uh, they're also now available. Uh, they've expanded to Etobicoke near uh, Toronto, uh, actually in the same New space. Toronto. That, New Toronto. The same space that was formerly uh, occupied by a uh, uh, Big Rock um, as well. So oh, uh, big yeah, rig. no Big Rock. Oh, Big Rock. Sorry. I'm like, usually every time you confuse with like Big Rig when we talk about Big Rock, that's why I'm like, maybe it's the other way around for this for him. Yeah, no, Big Rock, because Big Rock actually had a spot in Toronto for a period of time. But yeah, now they're in their space. Uh, and uh, yeah, that makes like, more sense. I, I'm excited to talk about these today and should note like the cans today. They've all about back in 2021. They had like a big redesign. I think it was part of like they're opening their new location. So they've really kind of updated, you know, both the logos and just the overall design of their cans. Uh, but today uh, we're going to be going through uh, three pretty popular selections from them. Uh, talking the no bad days, easy going lager, following that up with uh, naughty neighbor, American style pale ale. And lastly, wicked awesome new England style IPA. Ooh, so let's, I'm excited uh, for that one. Yeah, let's kick it off. What's I'm I'm kind of in a, in a mood. Let's let's start drinking. Uh, yeah, talking I'm getting today, thirsty. Getting thirsty. Uh, talking 
no bad days, easy going lager. Uh, yeah, this one's a, a lager. It's a, a 4.3% uh, ABV. So uh, a little bit more, I guess, I guess a little bit on the lighter side, close to, I would Quasi say- Quasi light, technically. It, yeah, this is almost pretty much like a light beer, like that I, I was just yeah. realizing. And yeah, um, what's cool about, um, I would say the kind of new design from Nickelbrook, they, you know, they've, like a lot of breweries are kind of really going for like a very kind of unified look the cans are kind of interchangeable just colors and logos and stuff but i do like that they have a lot of just general information on their cans um they've of course like on got the a back? yeah like they have a description wild. no bad days is a bright and refreshing lager that's perfect for any occasion subtle hop aromas and a lightly malted body create a perfectly balanced super crisp beer an easy drinking brew for easy going days and they've got like kind of a little just quick little descriptor on it they say late crisp good vibes i mean good vibes. vibes that's what this podcast is about yeah it's cool they even got the the, the ingredients list for malt hops and yeast so they tell you what hops what yeast is yeah. used what, what and kind even, of malts that's kind of nice yeah and they even have the pour color as well too i i really like the fact that there's just so much information on these cans like i i like to have this is like, this is like more like easily recognizable like kind of stuff to look at instead of like looking like srms and stuff like that and the OG yeah. and fg and stuff like that in the IBU, this is more of like a, like a layman's term for it, if you could yeah, say. Yeah, and I, and I really like the can itself. Like, I think the color of it really stands out. I mean, again, check out our Instagram at Domestic Pints Only. We put up the screenshots of what the cans look like, so you can actually kind of look for reference if you're not able to, to follow along and drink at home. But this one's so cool. It's like a very, like, baby blue style kind of blue mm-hmm. uh, background. Like a powder blue. Yeah, a lot of the other cans are kind of just white, so it's a bit different. And I, I've been seeing the logo everywhere, like the little, um, the kind of the little buoy or the little, like, kind of a uh, um, yes, little noodle. The like the, yeah, the little life, 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 the preserver. Thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. With the little, like, hang loose or whatever. Uh, yeah, hang 10. <laughs> Yeah, Hank 10. And it's so cool because actually, like, I don't, I went to the website to kind of get some information. And now, like, I don't know if it's because, like, I, I got cookies from the website, but now, like, all my ads on, like, Instagram and shit is, like, the stupid, like, the logo on this can, like, everywhere. <laughs> it's like, hey, have some easy going logger. I'm like, all right, great. I'm going to talk about this Thanks. in three days. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I think the logo, it's really fun looking. I, I just think that kind of the can itself looks pretty sharp. What do you think, Tom? I do like this actually kind of reminds me of a beer here in Edmonton by Sea Change, the yeah. Blondale, how it has the hand that comes out, but it's more, this is more of like Cowabunga style in the sense. I do like how it has like the blue and like there's like the right where like the hand is, it's like the metallic of the can, like the silver, and it kind of bursts open like a sun. I think that looks really nice and that's really good use of the negative space. I will say it does say contains barley and wheat though on the side. I still can kind of refounded by this but other than that looking at the logo itself i kind of wish there was a little bit more around it yeah like on top i think that would make it look a lot better but i think it's still pretty good i like how they have the no bad days on the side i like the little nickel brook logo like it has like the, the atom with like yeah. the electrons and with a little stuff. i think it's Protons. like little hops as little electrons yeah that's it. yes exactly I, that's good good like good detail on that i really like this can i'm gonna kick off scoring right away for this i want to give this a 7.5 i really like this Cool. Yeah, I think we're pretty much in the same ball, ballpark. I, I, I went eight. Just, I like this one a little bit more than the other ones that we're talking today. I just think I like. Okay. The, I, really, I really like the blue, and I think the logo is pretty cheeky and fun. Yeah. But yeah, like I, it's. I, I kind of wish there was more art, art, artfulness there. Like I think the last episode we talked um, beyond the pale, and they're kind of one of the last ones that are kind of going for really unique styles on like every single can, and I kind of like that. But I do like that there's just a lot of kind of useful information here it's really fun really colorful um really helps to kind of just over you know just describe the beer itself in a real kind of a nutshell which i, I really appreciate uh, but let's I, get to uh cracking oh, then do you want to kind of john, start tom john 
I will to, for this one, sure. Oh, y'all ready? ASMR. Y'all ready at the helm. <laughs> Damn it, Sean. <laughs> Anyhow, the count of three, two, one, crack them. Ooh, that had a like a, a hard pop, I would say. Ooh, that smells that smells good. Oh wow, that does smell good. It smells very it's, refreshing. It's like yeah, light. They, they say it pours honey, and it's it's pretty correct. It's a little it's way more dark than I thought it was gonna be. Like I'm holding it up. It's almost like amber, like my well, not amber, really? but like yeah, like I'm holding mine up. Look how like dark mine looks. Oh wow, John. Look Uh-oh. at mine. Yeah, that's what the fuck. John, that's wild. I'm like, yeah, this just is... looks like a regular light beer. Why is mine so dark? Uh-oh. That's so odd. Can you Uh-oh. hold this up again? Mind. Like I'm trying to like see yes. mine. Like, yeah, you're <laughs> this this might this be a DPO radio. first. Yeah, yeah radio, like, but still. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it, folks, but Tom's beer is like considerably lighter than mine. And that's the first time it's ever happened on Yeah, that. like color-wise, we've had like carbonation level be very different. But... That is so weird. It doesn't say you're supposed to shake the can or anything, right? Like I anyhow. Well, I want to the... try this regardless. What the heck? Did you open the wrong beer, John? No. I- I've got it. It's this one, the no bad days. Wow. Yeah. Mike on a different batch. Or the split right in the can. That is so weird. Yeah. Like um yours tastes like though then. Just describe it to me. It tastes <laughs> like uh kind of malty, like uh mine's pretty hazy. Uh it's 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 not terrible, it's not bad. It just kind of tastes like a very plain lager. Like what how about yourself? Mine tastes malty yeah. as well. It kind of has a, like almost like a pilsner sharpness to it. Yeah, I would sense. say so too. Because I think that's part of the malt that it says right here. It says it says Carafone, Pilsner, and Golden Promise, which I kind of was assuming like, oh, for that's kind of weird that you'd use that in a lager. It's more of like a sharp lager in that sense. Yeah, they say it's balanced, and I would say so. Like to me, it's very light flavor, uh, soft mouth feel. It's it's like I'm not getting like a overt flavors either way. Like it, it, I, it's a little bit malty, but kind of thin. Um, and it's it's kind of odd because this is I was expecting like like. Bud Light. Yeah, like yeah. I thought yeah. this would be way more crushable. This is a very full flavor in that case. Considering this is like a 4.3 ABB. Why is mine so dark? That's so weird. I wonder if I got a bad batch, but I don't know. Like it doesn't taste terrible. Um weird. Very weird. That's odd. We got a yeah. contact knuckle broke about this. That's the f- is that the first time that's happened on the show where like one of us had a can that the exact same can, but like just the beer looked wildly different. Like I, I remember we've had like somewhat differences. I knew like carbonation level. That's usually what. Yeah, we yeah. Because sometimes we have a can that's like kind of exploded and like it just the it's less carbonated. It's a lot flatter or, or something or it's like that. Supercharged. But I think one yeah. other beer that we did with Al, I remember we did something like that, and I remember being like, my beer is like transparent and they're yeah. like no like mine or mine was like super hazy and we're both yeah like, yeah but like i think that would be more of like a tint than anything this is like a dramatic color change. yeah i i yeah no one watching can tell but like maybe i'll have to take a screenshot or something on the program but like tom's beer looks like a very like yellow typical like domestic like lager and mine looks almost like if it was a shade like redder it would it yeah it looks darker on the screen like i'm holding it up it doesn't look that dark but like if it was like a tinge bit darker it would almost look like an amber ale like i cannot believe how fucking dark this thing is wild so weird knucklebrook we want answers 
That is so weird. Alex Jones, get on the line. In the light, in the natural light, it doesn't look super dark. It looks a bit lighter, but still, it looks darker than yours. So that's very interesting. I also like to mention that there's not much carbonation level on mine. That also could be. Yeah. But other than that, this tastes like. I think that they should have more of called this like a like a light pilsner than a lager because I don't really. To me, I feel like you're getting more malt. You're getting more sharpness than what I'm expecting. I was like, easy going lager. I thought this was going to be like super crushable. And it doesn't really kind of like scream that. That's what I kind of think about when you see the name. No bad days. This just seems like an all right day. Yeah, it's like it's like a fine day. It's an okay day. Like it's not. Yeah, it's not (laughs) a bad day, but Yeah, I'm I'm not like a, a super big fan of this. I don't think it's a terrible beer, yeah. but again, I'm also kind of turned off by the fact that ours look totally different. Like I'm kind of wondering if I got gypped on mine or something. I don't know. Yours looks like much like just different, like a wholly different color. Mine's quite hazy too, which is uh, kind of unexpected. But uh, I don't know. Taste wise, it's all right. It's it's like a very plain yeah. kind of sweet flavor. Um, not really overtly. A little bit of bitterness in the finish, but not not overtly so. Kind of like a little bit of. Um, kind of grain cereal flavor but again it's just very thin it is kind of a light lager so you, you know when you have a light lager like that you're not getting that kind of strong flavor but I, I for me it's it's not it's not my favorite i'm gonna actually go ahead and kick it off for taste wise i'm gonna give it a six and a half it's not it's not really yeah. my thing. yeah that's exactly what i was saying yeah i thought you would have gone seven so i went just under <laughs> how about for uh recommendation though recommendation seven I think you could easily like recommend this though to people like they're not going to be turned off as they're just gonna be like oh this is just kind of like it's another beer in one sense I think like this brewery has this is kind of like this brewery is known for more than just this and that's what I'm trying to say like this is like an all right beer that they produce there's better in this brewery for sure I bet yeah for for me I I went uh, I went six and a half again yeah I I just think like um for for late loggers that we've had before i i would probably recommend some of those over this it, yeah. it's fine though like if you're and i think in a way um you know what actually in a way i think it actually could be recommendable because again if you're trying to recommend yeah. someone to the world of craft beer this is a beer that's not that different from stuff you would get in kind of like the greater uh, domestic beer world like your like your buds like your millers like it, it kind of fits more in that camp in terms of the type of beer it is is longer and it's sort of like a later abv beer a little bit a little bit more kind of malt but not overtly uh high high malt level uh something like that i think would sort of be kind of easy to recommend to most but i i just think the beer itself was just was just kind of all right for me yeah it's, not, it's an okay beer any Nothing any mods special. though no no mods yeah, no mods. I kind of want to give like a negative mod because like, why is my beard look so different than yours? But um, like, is there some kind of like we've beard? always said that they're like on certain. I'm like, I wish I could just take away points. <laughs> I, we could, we could give like a punishment modifier, I guess, but uh, hasn't been done Punisher, yet. Punisher, control yourself. <laughs> yeah, shout out, wink Yahoo, come on the show. <laughs> oh man, wild but, uh, times, wild times. But uh, overall, though, uh, a good start, and I'm excited. Uh, to now segue, I've still got a little bit left of mine, but maybe I'll uh, I'll save it for later. Um, we're segueing now into Naughty Neighbor, which is their uh, American style pale ale. Actually, I'll, I almost forgot. I think I almost forgot last time. Uh, no bad day. You should mention social media. They had a three point five on Untapped and a three point five seven on Beer Advocate. So pretty much roughly average middle ground uh, beer, and I think their scores kind of reflect that as well too. Uh, yeah. But this one is a little, a little bit a little high. 
but yeah yeah this this one of course is a bit different this one is a of course a neat uh, a new england style sorry uh, american style american pale style ale. it's uh described as crushable citrus freedom i think mm. al would really like this beer if he saw you know he likes his patriotism so i think he would uh he'd be down that's for this true one. he would be like he'd be like yeah. make eagle he say make the eagle noise now yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, soaring notes of citrus and pine sparkle on a thirst-quenching malt backdrop. Our American-style pale, pale ale is daringly different, but fearlessly familiar. Stay reckless, be brave. Uh, this one, yeah, and it's got like a pretty, again, a good good collection of ingredients. They, they mentioned Cascade Citra Hops on here, uh, so we're going to get a little bit of that. Um and this one, it's Ooh, different from favorite. the no, no. It's a bit different from the uh, from the no bad days where it's you know this big blue kind of can color. It's white uh, with the cool eagle. I, I think the eagle looks kind of sharp with the like stars. I go around love it. the eagle. Yeah, it really pops. And actually, they've recent they've really redesigned. The, we were talking before the program, like they've really redesigned this can a lot. It used to be kind of like a pinup girl. It was back back when they had kind of their like. Uh, black almost like they're black and white kind of like almost like chalkboard almost kind of look to it uh, but they redesigned it recently to sort of like a like a roller derby girl and it's the same colors so it's kind of cool how they they've redesigned it again but they still kept the same colors they've used so it kind of you know i like that consistency on it um but yeah otherwise it, it's not undifferent than the than the last can it's very similar and just it's the composition of sort of the type and and all, all of its ingredients and information uh but it but it looks cool and uh I, you know i think the eagle's kind of fun this one i should mention is a very popular beer like certainly in the ontario craft scene this is one of the kind of like signature beers in, in Ontario. Um, it's been a frequent winner. I, I mentioned uh, that this brewery's won some awards at the Ontario Beer Awards. Uh, this beer specifically has won, I think, gold and silver at various um, Ontario oh, wow. Craft Beer Awards. I think 2016, uh, sorry, 2015, 2016, and I think uh, recently, like 2019, it won, it won some awards. So this one's sort of like one of their, I would say this is probably their most popular uh, of their craft beers um, this nice. one and probably like the cause and effect are like the two ones that I, i've seen most often for many years you're starting to see more of them now um, so i don't know if it's you know now they're going to start expanding to like kind of more of their lineup uh, across the province uh, but this one's a kind of one of the really big standout ones um, but uh, did you want to kick off uh, scoring wise for the can i want to give this can an eight i really eight. like this can i like the eagle i think like kind of like if you like the eagle with the helmet and the goggles, it's supposed to be like a like a fighter, like a flight kind of helmet, like like what you'd use like a fighter jet. Yeah. But like I think you could also interpret it as like one of the roller derby girls from the original can. Yeah, with and the helmet. Kinda, yeah, and think of the goggles and stuff like that, and I like how the logo on it. This looks like a really. It's almost kind of like a hyper realistic, like American tradition kind of style. Yeah. And once not hyper realistic, but like it's still like more of like a new age like kind of design for it. I think it looks really nice and is well detailed. Again, like the negative space with the silver of the aluminum can really shines through in the background and on certain spots on the goggles. I think it's really great. Again, like on the side here, the malt two rows, pale ale, caraform, flaked wheat, and also use cascade, centennial, and citra hops. And it's a California ale yeast. This is I don't know. This looks really good. I want. Like, I like this can. What about you, John? Yeah, I, I went the same. I went eight. I think the can looks pretty cool. I, I like it. Um, I think the redesign they've done. I like the colors and kind of the really kind of Americana style they go for. And I, as you mentioned, kind of like their logos. It's like American tradition, kind of like almost like the tattoo styles you'd see. And I, yeah, I just, I, but it's I just like more the, like modern version of it. Yeah, exactly. And I, I just think it looks pretty sharp overall. 
And uh, nice. now, now we're getting into Kraken mode. I'll, I'll crack us for this time. I'm yes, crack us, John. Hopefully my color of my beer looks more like yours. <laughs> Watch it be the total opposite. Yeah, again. it's going to be like black. I'm like, oh, no, what the <laughs> hell happened? <laughs> it comes out just water. <laughs> yeah, just no. Yeah, it's just it's just literally. It's just like carbonated water. It'd be like oh, just fun. a note inside saying "ha, psych." It's. I'm gonna open it. It's gonna move. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, ASMR folks, get your get your act together. We're gonna be cracking it in three, two, one. Crack them. I will say these cans have a really good pop. Oh, that yeah, this, smells good. Yeah, I'm getting more of a citrusy smell. It says porous color of lemon drop. Uh, I don't know what like, but anyhow, like the candy. Yeah, I guess like the like the lozenge or something. Also, like John, it says I mean the notes that you put here. The recommended glassware is a nonic pint. So I wanted to kind of ask you, what is a nonic pint? Oh, I didn't even realize. Yeah, I should check that out because I, I have pretty wildly different glasses here. Yeah, like I use a Stein for mo- every. Oh, a nonic pint much. is just like kind of like a standard looking like pine glass, kind of like rounded, big up top, kind of like the, I have the Strongbow when I'm holding up. It's okay, a bit nice. more. It's kind of like that. Yeah, that's what is considered a nonic pint glass. Is your t- traditional pint glass? Yeah, I'm holding like a the one. I'm okay, John, put yours to pint. the camera. Oh my, my yeah, color wise, I think we look a lot similar. We're good. Okay, we're okay, good. <laughs> I've got like a I guess you glass could... for this one. Nice. I guess you could say this does look like a like a lemon draw, like the haze of it. I think it's supposed to be almost like kind of like lemonade yeah. in that sense. Um, this smells phenomenal. Mm, man, fuck yeah. Let's see how it yeah. tastes. I like that. It tastes like a higher ABV, but it's only 5.5. Like it's got a really sharp taste to it. It's got a really hot forward taste to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wow. like this though. That's dope. Yeah, I like this one too. I, you I really, really get the citra hop in it. Not overly sweet either. Like I mean, it's it's certainly more citrus, but again, it's really like as as Tom said, it's got a lot of. Uh, to me, it's it's also it, uh, to me, I find it actually pretty pretty malty too. Like it's it, it kind of tastes more like a. That's probably why I'm kind of kind of seeing it as almost like a higher ABV. It reminds me of like a malt liquor type beer, like a cold forty five. Like it's just so the flavor is so strong, but it's not like a juicy ipa or something i'm not tasting like peaches and mangoes and shit it's 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 more bitter yeah and i i I think it's quite good i mean this one is a really uh kind of go-to for a lot of folks and i I think you could kind of consider this to be kind of like a um if we're kind of looking at what would make like a good standard american style ipa at least here in ontario like this would be on there and uh it's got like a bit it's a little bit more bitter like again I, i would say this is one if you're trying to get someone into IPAs, it would be a good one because it, it is it does have kind of like a good just composition of good kind of ingredients that you would need in a pale ale. Um, but yeah, it's an it, APA. It's, yeah, it's an American style. But uh, yeah, I, I think it's quite it's quite quite crushable. Also, we did the but like um on the previous episode we we did on um, sorry um beyond the pale. We yeah. had American style pale ale on that one. And I remember Dan trying to be like, what? It's like, I've never had one. Like, what would you kind of reference this to? And it's kind of nice to see kind of more now of that. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. And, and I find APAs, they tend to be like more bitter, which I kind of like on the, on the, on the pale ale side of things. It's not like what you're getting with, uh, with like a, a NEPA or like a juicy IPA or something like that, where it's a little bit more citrusy, a little bit more kind of fruit forward. And the, the American pale ales tend to be um, 
a little bit more bitter, uh, but but not being as dry necessarily like you would get. Yeah, some of the West Coast not ones. dry, but it's still like bitter. but kind of similar to that. Yeah, it's kind of more inching towards that. I'm still kind of perplexed on certain West Coast IPAs mm-hmm. because like there's some that I've had that are bitter and some that are, aren't as bitter and they still taste pretty good and they're not as dry in some sense. So I'm always yeah. kind of perplexed when people try to say that this is a West Coast and I'm like, as opposed to like an East Coast IPA. And I'm like, that, that's kind of like, you kind of almost have to like pick and choose for that sense. But this is still kind of nice. I like how the, it's not too bitter, like it's not too harsh or anything like that. It doesn't taste like too piney in that sense. I think mm-hmm. this just tastes really good. I wish there was a little bit more citrus to it, a little more juicy, but that's not really the style. But I think this is great. I want to kick off scoring. Give this a seven point five. Damn, I think damn. this just this is still pretty good. Like they say, this is very good on Beer Advocate, but I think this is still all right. It's just not my jam. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not the biggest APA guy myself personally, but yeah, it's it's a good one. It's pretty solid. I went I went the same seven and a half. I like this one a little bit marginally more than the No Bad Days. In agreement. Yeah. Um, how about for recommendation though? Ooh, recommendation though I. I'm giving this like I'm going to give a 6.5. I feel like some people might not really like this. I don't know. I'd have this again, maybe, but maybe if I go visit the brewery, I might have it, but I don't know if I'd go out of my way to get this. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I'm going to go a little bit higher. 7.5. I I do think while it is kind of, um, it would probably be a little bit more difficult to recommend a wide audience. I think the beer itself is quite solid. And like, I think it makes for a good entry into pale ales and kind of the larger scene. Um, and it's a pretty, it's a pretty good drinkable beer. Like it's, it's not overtly strong alcohol wise, like a 5.5, like you could, you could drink this kind of like a normal beer. It's, it's, it's just like a very good sippable one too. Like I could imagine yeah. this, like, if you want to have it's got really, really yeah, it's got really forward flavoring in that sense. It's not alcohol forward, but it's very yeah. flavor forward. Yeah. Like good, if good you like your body, yeah. yeah. If you like your fucking hoppiness, this is your beer. Like this would make for a good pizza crushing beer. Like you could just have something oh, yeah. big glass and you know, grab a slice, take a couple more sips, you know, keep crushing it. Like it, it works that way. And you know what? Actually, I'm gonna give this one a modifier, mostly because I have just a lot of like nostalgia. And just a lot That's of fair. appreciation for it. like this has been like one of the, the most popular uh, craft beers in Ontario. Like when I was kind of getting into sort of m- more more specifically into like kind of the Ontario craft beer scene, circa like 2015. Like this is like one of the big ones that was out there. And it, I mean, to this day, it still is. But like this has been around for a long time. One that I've tried before, and you know, it's one that I have gone to as sort of a go-to beer when needed. And uh, even though it's not like probably like my favorite choice it's one i've always appreciated so and again it's like a very versatile beer very crushable um you know something you could have like on a patio too and and, and enjoy so yeah i'm gonna give it a mod well then that makes one of us yeah (laughs) yeah you know we we've we haven't we haven't always been uh the most uh mod heavy as we have in the past so you know trying to trying to find i'm excited uh, for this next beer though Trust oh, yeah. me on that. It, it this sounds beer, like this one's in your ballpark, yeah. This has been staring at me in my fridge, just eyeing me down. Hissing at and you. I'm all, yeah, and I'm always just kind of like, I have to hold myself back. I'm like, no, I have to wait. <laughs> so uh, why don't you introduce this one, Tom? What beer oh. is this one? The Wicked. I love the 
name of this. Wicked Awesome. <laughs> Come on. That's such a great name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is like it's something good. that I made. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to call it? It's called the Wicked Awesome. This almost seems kind of like this is the New England style IPA, which yeah. kind of plays in part. Like, have you ever been into like the New England area and like in Massachusetts? That's it's like a saying that they would say, like, oh, it's Wicked Awesome. Yeah. Oh, it's wicked awesome. Yeah. Oh, I had some chicken pizzas last night. I had the Pepperidge Farm. <laughs> this one's also remember, a six point five ABV too. Yeah, that's great. That's what most of them should say. The, the name, as they say, the name says it all. A hopped up, it's, ferociously hazy. It's actually described as a strong beer too. I just realized the bottom where it says. Does it, it say it? Oh, it says. Oh, it strong does say beer. strong beer. The other, beers, the other so ones just say strong. beer. Yeah, the other ones just say beer. This one says strong beer. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, so yeah, I know it's strong. <laughs> I like how they say it. the name says it all. A hopped up, ferociously hazy New England style IPA. Wicked Awesome is a tropical juice bomb. You'll definitely want to sink your teeth into. Yeah, this <laughs> Sex Panther by Odeon. <laughs> oh, you know what? I forgot to get social media scores. Last one, Beer Advocate for Night Neighbors. 3.92, which is an 88. Very good. 3.59 on untapped. Just, you know, for the record. Uh, man. Slow on the draw on that one. This one also says it's described as juicy, tropical, fuzzy peach. I'm like, that's pretty pretty popular. I noticed it also has Pilsner malt in it too. So, and it's Ooh. got. Uh, I'm I'm just looking at kind of the the malt list compared to the last one. Like it's it's quite a bit different. Like this one we got Pilsner, Golden Promise, and Wheat Malt. Uh, it's got Citra hops as well, but it's got Mosaic, Simcoe, well, Mosaic, and Ver, Simcoe. Ver, Ver, Vermont A. Jam. Yeah, and as you know, the APA the the Naughty Neighbor had a California Ale yeast. This one has Vermont Ale yeast. Sorry, Vermont, Vermont. Ale yeast. So I don't really well, know the difference between Vermont Ale and California Ale, but well, Vermont um, is in Vermont. Yeah, and like knowing the California Commons, I wonder if they're sort of using that type of yeast because uh, you know those those beers. I feel like the last beer kind of felt more like that style, a little bit drier, more yes. bitter. Yeah, that's actually a good point to look at is the california common yeah yeah but uh man i think this logo looks pretty cool actually like i, I really like the color yeah i it have a sick. story about this oh yeah go ahead so when i was a kid and i had like temporary tattoos i remember my <laughs> uncle had like a full sleeve one that you could put on i was eight years old mm -hmm. and i remember it was exactly this it had the panther and barbed wire because that was the 90s nice and i remember yeah, i had that stuck and i remember being like I want to get this one day on me. So I had to add that to my other list of future tattoos. Yeah. I, I just think the logo looks I really love fun. it. Yeah. It looks with dope, like the cat good. scratch that has like a kind of cuts through the can and the metallicness and has yeah. like a little roar kind of symboling. Yeah. The, the purple looks really cool on this. Like I think. The color oh man. Like the, the metallic. It's like, it's yeah. a, like a plum crazy purple. As if you're yeah. talking about like Mopar colors. Yeah. Definitely. And especially like the font for it with like the teal, blue, and green, that yeah. really contrasts well, I think. Yeah, like I just oh. I just think it looks really sharp. It's just like I find like yeah. all this kind of new, I guess like American style, but like kind of like modernized American style. It looks really it really pops like on the shelf when you're looking at it. I think this is really good because they place the logo, if I'm not mistaken, a little closer to like the side where it has like the, the labeling. Yeah. So the logo is like it's more incorporated together. It's not spaced out too far from each other, like on the previous cans. They're kind of oh, I feel yeah, like there's more and more, more negative space. That's yeah. just me though. But I I'm like, oh, I'm giving this an 8.5. I fucking love this. 
I was thinking the exact same thing, 8.5. I like the other ones too, but I think this one I like a little bit marginally I like this more. the best. Yeah, yeah I, w- I would say so as well too. I would probably put it up there. Maybe I would say out of the Naughty Neighbor No Bad Days, I kind of like the No Bad Days a little bit more, but I think this one's probably my favorite of the of the three. Yeah, definitely. Oh, guess what, John? It's cracking time. It's cracking time. <laughs> Do you think we could ever break? We're not even dating yet <laughs> that's still my favorite line from flight of the concords good, good show yeah too good bad show. they got her. but anyhow on the kind of asmr get ready change your pants because in three two one crack them wow again great pops from the knucklebrook oh this is supposed uh, to sorry no go ahead i said this is supposed to pour out like orange juice yeah i mean yeah it kind of is like uh like no pulp obviously it's a, uh, it's definitely like pretty hazy like looking at it um almost opaque but uh yeah it's got like more of like an orangey kind of yellow look to it yeah good i wouldn't say well, good head mine's a little haze this t- to me this looks more like the no bad days to be honest <laughs> my, yeah mine looks like what the no bad days looked like on your screen like what the fuck my my no bad days was so dark like oh my god what a disaster that beer was jesus still bad <laughs> I answers. you know if, if you're listening to nickelbrook it's still got an okay score i'm looking at the scoring i'm like ah, it came out all right but yeah i don't know why beer looks so fucked this uh, has a very like subtle scent to it there's nothing that really. I want to see how this tastes now. Oh, really? Um, it's pretty strong. Oh, that's good though. Yeah, I like this. Mm-hmm. This is good. Oh, yeah, this reminds great. me again. Remember, I was seeing before, like with like this West Coast style and like East Coast style IPAs. I had a West Coast IPA that tastes almost identical to this. Yeah. yeah. That's what I find so weird when people are like, oh, this is a, I'm like, I'm like that's why I always usually try to stick to the Nipahs because I know usually they're yeah. pretty on par for what their flavor profile. This one though, tastes a little out of its realm. Yeah, this one's good. I feel like though this one is like, if I'm thinking of like the type of IPAs like people fucking don't like, this one is probably like that type of IPA. It's very yeah, strong. There's very hoppy, yeah. but it, I, more I'm hop, it, it's more bitter, but it's still juicy. Yeah, it's 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 quite like it's it's it tastes to me like a very straightforward uh, New England style IPA. But it, it's I'm enjoying it. Like it, it, it's described as juicy tropical fuzzy peach. Um, I am getting a little mm-hmm. bit of like mild peach flavor, but like it's on the like, on the back end, I can mm-hmm. taste it now. Mm-hmm. Mm, this is fucking delicious, though. Still. Yeah, this would be a good um, patio beer, I think, for sure. Oh, yeah. Mm. A nice, cool summer day. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. I Plus 17 degrees. Beer. This is where it's great on the patio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I could taste the Pilsner hop in it for sure. Like, it's got like a, kind of this sort of sharp. I think that's what gives it the bitterness to it, though, as well. Mm-hmm. Mm. The more I'm drinking it, the more I'm actually liking it. Like, the first sip. I was kind of like, ugh, but like now that I'm just like crushing it, um, <laughs> I'm actually really digging it. I'm just like sipping the shit out of it. Um, yeah, man, that's it's it's a pretty pretty decent, pretty uh, uh, to me. Uh, I'm I'm actually really digging this. Like I'm really I'm re- I've never had this one before, so this one to me was a bit of a surprise. But um, 
yeah, I think this is like a pretty straightforward, um, and it is a strong beer as mentioned, so less crushable than the last two we've had certainly, but I, I think this would be a very good sippable beer, and um, I'm really I'm really digging it to be honest. Yeah, I I enjoy this beer. I wouldn't say it's like my all time favorite, but this is yeah. still good. Yeah, for sure. I'm scores? gonna kick off scoring. I'm gonna give this an eight point five. Wow, nice. Damn, 8.5. I, I think I'm going to go uh, – I'm going to go 8. I was thinking like 7.5, but I, I, I'm really digging it. Like it's a really good just kind of A, A- minus kind of nipa to me. Like I, I think it's really, really delicious, the flavor of it. Um, not overtly complex, like kind of, kind of straightforward, solid style. Yeah, a little bit of kind of like lemon, peach, like getting a little bit of those flavors, but nothing overtly complex like you see in some other craft uh, – craft breweries doing with their with their nipas and stuff like that and um you know it's not like the you know it's not like a double or triple charged one it's not something overtly excessive it's kind of like a very straightforward one to me so but but i'm digging the flavor overall uh what about for recommendation because i think this one's a little bit more of a trickier one there's a lot of kind of different ways you could take you're it right yeah. i think this would be kind of hard to recommend to some people but other people might like it yeah but i think you could still somewhat recommend i'm giving this a Oh, it kills me to say this, but 6.5, because I don't think some people might not like it. And other IPA snobs might think that this isn't true to the New England style. Yeah, I'm going to go. I, I went seven and a half again, like the Nod Neighbor. Like, I think this one, again, they're kind of, I would say this one's a little bit less recommendable than the Nod Neighbor in the context of like trying to get someone into like pale ales and, I, and, and craft beer. Like, I think this one's a little bit harder to get into. But I think the beer itself, to me, I'm actually digging a little bit more then the night neighbor like to me like i i would recommend this if i wanted to just tr- give, get some give someone the chance to try a nipa or something like this this would be pretty recommendable to me in, in that sense so yeah, i'm gonna go seven and a half um any mod though no mods i think i rated this pretty fairly yeah uh i, I almost wanted to give it a mod but i, I like, want to you know give what? it the mod you're right i want to give it the mod but yeah i no, just I, yeah, I, I gave actually, it a pretty good score. Yeah, yeah, same with me. I'm, I, I think I'm going to uh, refrain from the mod. So, uh, no mod for me this one. Yeah, man, we uh, we crushed through this. I think. Yeah, we did pretty all right. Yeah, I would say like these are. It's kind of funny because I feel like Nickelbrook. They're not like a really like trendy craft brewery. Like they're not doing like a lot of like excessive weird, strange flavors. And like I, they're kind of almost in the realm now of like kind of like a a macro like independent brewer where like they're like pretty much available all across the province. And it wouldn't surprise me if you could even get this in like something like the Alberta beer exchange, if you could like order their beers or something like that through there. So they, they started oh. to kind of branch out to like other spots too, but uh, you know, they, they've been in the space for a long time and they just make very solid straightforward beers. And I think all these three today were, we're, we're pretty much in that camp uh, to me the no bad days was kind of a weird letdown the fact that my beer was like almost like an amber color <laughs> like i'm like what the hell am i drinking I hope it was I'm not, a like, wild time something fell in the the canning process like maybe a bird got in or something i don't know maybe i'm drinking like uh something i don't know it was weird but uh everything else looked fine so yeah overall uh pretty pretty good effort so scores are coming along we'll we'll crunch those up uh but uh yeah like uh this this was this was a lot of fun glad we got to just uh chat this brewery they're like a pretty popular one in in ontario and um yeah there's there's a few other ones that i wanted to uh to spotlight as well too like that are that aren't like ottawa based but are kind of like 
ones that you could kind of widely get in Ottawa or other kind of cities in the province that, you know, deserve to be mentioned. So yeah, overall, it was fun to, uh, to chat these ones today. Yeah. This is really good. To try to try this stuff. Cause we can't get this here. Yeah. So exactly. it's always nice to see. It's kind of funny that I always try to re bring on like craft breweries from Ontario. And I'm like, I have no clue what these were. And they're like, Oh, these like happened when you left Tom. Well, I think like you left when it was like 2014 14. or something. Yeah. So like, it was like that year, the year after was like when kind of like to me anyways, when I felt like craft beer in Ontario in Ottawa, like was really the kind of like starting to blow really up. took off. Yeah. Like, I feel like I saw a lot of like, just like general like festivals and kind of energy just and that was also like when instagram was really kind of blowing up too so yeah i feel like that kind of really helped for promotions and stuff like that but uh yeah overall i think i I got the scores the scores are are done they're submitted you know cue the nfl draft pick noise the pick is in and uh we have a winner overall these were all pretty pretty much in the same range though score wise we were pretty much like yeah they're pretty pretty close yeah, so we started off with no bad days. That was the easy drink. Sorry, the easy going longer. Uh, I gave it a seven point oh. Tom gave it a seven point oh, which gives it a seven. No way. A B minus if I ever saw. It. And actually, looking at the social media scores, uh, it had a three point five on Untap, three point five seven on Beer Advocate. Uh, yeah, pretty much. I think it's almost the same. Say, it's like seven. They were a 7. little 3. higher. Than yeah, like a seven point three. So yeah, we were like just a little bit below, but yeah, pretty much bang on. Uh, Naughty neighbor. That's the American style pale ale. I gave it a seven point eight. Tom gave it a seven point three, which gives that one a seven point five five. Again, like a seventy five. That's like a pretty average score. And uh, again, looking at the social media, beer advocate was a little bit higher, three point nine two. Untapped three point five nine. We're we're pretty much right in the on the level there. And um, the wicked awesome. I gave it an eight point Tom gave it a 7.8, which gives that one a 7.9, which means Wicked Awesome is the winner today. Yeah. Uh, just by like a point, like three, you know, not by a whole lot. Naughty Neighbor, second, 7.55, No Bad Days, seven. Uh, yeah, this was uh, one where they all kind of fell in the same scoring range, more or less. There was nothing that really, really, really took us out of it. Um, all of these. Yeah, there's stuff. Like, these aren't bad, but I feel like there's nothing exceptional. Somewhat- yeah. Yeah, exactly. Nothing really like, popped in a way we were like, this is a nine. Nothing you were like, you're slamming on the table yeah. like, oh my fucking God. Yeah. JR, was... stop the match. Yeah, but <laughs> I was watching a bunch of wrestling videos earlier. I was watching oh, uh, CM That's Punk a... uh, made his debut at AEW. It was like the video where he like returned to wrestling. That was a, a pretty good one. I watched the, the compilation of the tag team challenges of the attitude era. And I literally nice. like, just like, if you knew me from grade five, I was obsessed. And I mean, obsessed with wrestling, like oh, straight yeah. to the vein. Tom had the shirts and everything. The stone oh cold. man. <laughs> My baseball jersey. I had a stone cold baseball Jersey and I had a degeneration X shirt that I wore like, Oh yeah. The D, the DX. Yeah. Suck it. Yeah. job. Yeah. <laughs> That used to be a flipping the bird back in the day. Yeah, that was like in grade four. That was like flipping the bird. That yeah, that was like the the most uh, intense thing you could do. And uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, these were beer beer wise. These were good. I also forgot to mention Wicked Awesome three point eight untapped four point oh four, which is a ninety outstanding. Oh, I've now fuck the only beer that I think that I've ever seen that high on beer. It was a Guinness. 
Yeah, there's been a few, I think a few craft ones that have been in the four range, but uh, yeah. If you get into the four on beer out there, you're doing something good. Yeah, people are really, I find like IPA people are like, I'll have an IPA. I'm like, yeah, that was good. And then I'll go on Beer Advocate. Like, this is like, this is like the, the notes. Uh, this is like the melody to the greatest song I've ever heard. And they're like a 10 out of 10. I'm like, how do you, how, like, how did you get there? Like, I just, like what concept, like I'll, I'll have an IPA and IPA. Yo, like, I yeah, want good. what you're having. I'll have like IPA. I want to be on I- your drugs. Yeah, I'll have like IPA A and IPA B, and I'll be like, oh, that was they were both good. I kind of like A a little bit more than B. And then I'm like one of those beer advocate beer advocate people will drink and they'll be like, oh, the complex nature of beer one, you know, really. And I'm like, I just I I I I don't know how you're you know reaching those uh descriptive yeah, tones, I but I mean I I'm I'm happy. I'm happy there's someone out there yeah. that's you know putting their heart and soul into their beer advocate yeah. reviews uh, but <laughs> yeah no but it's yeah this was wild yeah it is a little wild but i they thankfully i've still got a little bit left to drink i've actually got a little bit not i thought i drank all my naughty neighbor but i still got like a good half a can so i'm gonna pour that shit in here and get that loaded up uh, for uh, doing laundry later so <laughs> great laundry day beer Oh yeah, yeah. Laundry. We have. Well, we're going to be doing our fun episode soon, and we're going to be kind of just talking about like what, what our favorite episodes were, at least favorite favorite beers, that sort of thing. And um, that might make for a good uh, discussion. You know, good laundry beers. Like I feel like these are good laundry beers. We always want- ha- we had like a list of like beers, like airport beers, like yeah. breakfast beers, shower beers. Yeah, I feel like a laundry beer. You need a beer that you can just kind of sip on while you're like uh, you know, stopping for ten minutes to full close, and then go back to it and take a sip, put it down. Some that's gonna like, you know, even if it's a bit flat, you can still drink it. I feel like these are all good, kind of good uh, laundry beers. I remember one time I was doing laundry, and I took a bunch of edibles, and I had, I cracked a Miller Light, and I remember just like i was like folding my laundry, and then I had like this one song stuck in my head, and I remember like had like drink more of my beer to compensate the edible <laughs> and i was just like this laundry is just fucking chaos now yeah no kidding fuck <laughs> and um in terms of upcoming episodes uh we are planning to do our sort of year in review episode we're just sort of finding the time we're gonna do that uh but otherwise we need al for that when he has yeah, time that's so when we're, we're gonna we're, do it we're gonna try to find a kind of find a time in the schedule to fit that in so that will probably pop up on your feed uh, sometime soon uh we've got a new another brewery spotlight that'll be coming up soon uh talking about a local audible one which i'm excited about and uh we're also going to be doing uh, some more craft stuff as well too i think next week we're actually going to take off because i'm pretty slammed but uh we got some more stuff coming up i'm going to be doing some more uh, cold shots uh, episodes as well too so the kind of one-off 10 minutes or less ones i've been trying to kind of get them shorter i think the first one i did was like 15 minutes and like this is even like a short episode this is like you could that's like someone's commute <laughs> some people i'm like i gotta make this uh i gotta stick to like a, i gotta set a timer when i talk yes. to the beers but uh, definitely like check us on our instagram to see what beer that john yeah. cold shot us check out our tiktok as well we'll do this we'll bring back the fucking beer review for that yeah, we should. That would be a good spot to do the beer reviews on the TikTok. It's I have. Enough. I knew like because I did stuff like, the cobwebs. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, because I knew that it can only do it like the fastest I could do it was six minutes, and yeah. I remember being like TikTok can only do three. So I was like, either I had to just slam this beer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chuck it. You're like, ah, oh, it's good. B plus. Yeah. The end. I don't know. Well, because like drink. Well, I guess I could just like I don't have the drink finish show me finishing it but i usually have the glass and it shows me finishing it in six minutes i think tiktok now you can record up to 
longer than that now. I think it's like five oh. minutes or yeah, yeah. I got a, like notification. So keep recording. Oh, for real? Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, right. okay. Well then. Which I like, guess... if you can record like a 10, to- 10 minute TikTok, like, what the fuck is the point of TikTok? Like, it's just like it's like YouTube. It's like there's no difference. Yeah. It's like all right. But um, yeah. Oh well. No, because TikTok has the rights to music. That's what makes it. Oh yes, that's 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 correct. And uh, I guess I'll plug uh, the old seat struck. Uh, check us oh, out. Oh, sorry. Uh, yes, John. No, no, that's all right. We're starting uh, as of this week and for the next four weeks we're doing uh, because April is the month that Shakespeare was both born and died in. We're going to be doing a little Shakespeare month. So uh, this weekend we're doing a podcast talking uh, the Baz Luhrmann, uh, Romeo and Juliet. That's the one with Leo. Oh, and then, the so Leo talk, one? The Fuck Leo yeah. one. We're talking that Sword one. Sword nine millimeter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, a top five uh, high school class movie because like everyone watched yeah, that. Yeah, that's shit, right. right. I had to watch it in drama class, grade eight. Yeah, and so we're talking that. We're talking. Uh, we're talking ten things I hate about you. We're talking. Uh, what else? Oh my god, I'm drawing a blank. I'm drawing a blank. We're doing a little Big Beth kind of double feature. We're Let's talking. Say. We're talking the newest one, that the the tragedy of Macbeth, and we're also talking the uh, the '70s Roman Polanski Doing Hamilton. Uh, Hamilton. Oh, like Hamlet. Do you mean? Uh, we're doing. We are. We're doing Hamlet via the Lion King. So we're talking the Lion King. Oh, okay. Sorry. It's just sort of like a yeah, yeah. Hamilton is like Alexander Hamilton. My name. uh, That's the uh, the the uh, Lin Manuel Miranda one. Maybe we'll talk that at some point. The little Disney, uh, little Disney feature. But uh, yeah, that's coming up. So check that one out. And uh, yeah, nothing else for me to plug. Anything on you, Tom? I'm eating pop daddy pretzels. <laughs> they look pretty good. Not gonna lie, they look pretty solid. If you can find these, John, these are my go-to. Fuck, man, I found them at my gro. I used to find these at a truck stop in the city, and then now my grocery store now has them. They have own a wide array of flavors, and they're like your fingers are gonna get caked up. No kidding. Oh, I was just remembering too. We're we're planning it out, folks. But me and Tom, we're planning. Um, I'm we're planning a trip of me coming back to Edmonton sometime That's in the right. next. Who knows when? But uh, I, I'm suggesting if I do that, uh, we should try to get like an episode or something on one of the nights we're here and like do a live. Uh, well, we're gonna do a live, live from the brewery. That's yeah, we could. Doing. We could. I'll bring my mic. We'll set it up this time. You got a Chromebook now, so we can totally set it up. Plug it in. Get it all uh, connected, and we could do a little live uh, in a brewery little spotlight live at the brewery yeah giving get getting a little dpo bump that's what we call it folks so you know getting them we're like a little kingmaker you know (laughs) they're gonna be like the the class of the uh the edmonton beer scene when we uh when we show up Mm -hmm. definitely big swingings big swingings <laughs> as we like to say to mexico pine today, don't drink drive always know your limit drink responsibly you can find us on on all platform sorry podcast platforms on fucking every thursday at 5 p.m instagram find us on tiktok twitter instagram at domestic pines only you can also email us at domestic pines only at gmail.com which we usually forget and always remember to stay classy now we'll see you again soon folks take care have a good one goodbye Thanks for listening to our episode of Domestic Pints Only. Um, our intro and outro song is by Daisy May. The song is titled Drink Beer Till the Day That I Die. You can find them at www.daisymay.com. 
Our artwork is by Natalie Rive. Um, you can find her artwork on Instagram at Natalie Rive Artist or on our website www.natalierive.com. That's R I V E T. And you can also find us on social media. Uh, our, our Twitter account is at Domestic Points, and our Instagram and TikTok is at Domestic Points Only. And of course, our email is Domestic Only at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Hiding out, Kelsey.